Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by an old fable and an old rowing coach. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the engine. So I'm leaving my house. I'm leaving my house the other day, going to work, come out of the garage, and uh, a work truck's driving up the street, nothing unordinary, and passes my driveway, and this black lab is chasing the work truck. And the black lab's going like full tilt, just tongue flapping out, tail wagging. And he makes a hard left and comes into the driveway and comes right up to me and is super happy to see me. I'm like, hello. God, it just, it warms my heart how happy dogs are always to see you. Nice dogs anyway. So Smoochies, as I called him, you know, is licking on me and I'm petting him and he has a collar. So I think, okay, you know, dog got out. I'll call the owner. No, no problem. So I'm, I'm scratching him and petting him and uh, reach around and his collar is there and he's got one of the little shock things on it, but there's no tag. So I realized like, all right, this guy probably got through like some invisible fence. Shoot. No, no way to identify him. Then I got to go. I got to leave. I can't take this guy to like the pound and I certainly can't even let him go. I don't want him to go running after another car. And my neighbor comes out to his house across the street and he's like, oh, you got a friend there. And dog goes running off to him. You know, <laughs> again, super, super friendly, super warm dog. So I'm thinking this is definitely a family dog. And I don't know whose family it is. And I don't know. I don't know what to do here. So I'm talking to my neighbor. I'm like, look, I got to go. And he says, well, I got a work call in five minutes. My house is not equipped for a dog. I mean, like I have chocolate out in various places. And my wife isn't even home. And we have kids when my wife gets home. So, you know, I can't have some strange animal run around my house, especially when I'm leaving. God, I wonder how that phone call would go. Anyway, so I say to my neighbor, I'm like, okay, look, do you have a rope? So he gets a rope from his garage and we, we tie it around the collar on the dog and put him on a uh, time up to a uh, phone pole. Not, I mean, not you know, like lashing him to the pole, but time. So he's got like five, six feet of rope. I go get a bowl of fresh water and I put it out. Um, and, you know, Smoochies is very happy sitting there, you know, drinking his water and just hanging out. I'm like, all right, bud, listen, I'm going to take a picture of you real fast. Put it up on Nextdoor, the uh, kind of neighborhood social media app. We'll go from there. And so, again, I take a picture of him, put him up, happy, move on with my day. And a couple hours later, I check to see, hey, did this? Did somebody come pick up the dog? Because I say, hey, Black Lab found. I give the address. Come get him. Man, it was so perfect. So I open up the app. I'm never on Nextdoor. I open up the app, and there are all these little notifications. I'm like, oh, perfect. Somebody... Somebody came and got them, or they're spreading the word, or, or something great. Oh my gosh. People roasted me. <laughs> this one person's like, How sick! I can't believe you'd tie up a dog and leave him. That's terrible. Another person, a journalist actually who works for KTVU, she DM'd me. And was like, I've seen a lot of sick stuff in my time on Nextdoor, but this takes the cake. You should be ashamed with yourself. And I am, I'm instantaneously like shocked, appalled, and laughing. Because 
it's shocking and appalling because it's kind of like, okay, look, I could have just driven away and done nothing. Like these people are not saying how disgusted they were of everyone who drove by and did nothing. They're saying they're disgusted with the person who attempted to do something. <laughs> and of course, a couple people are like, well, look, maybe this guy just didn't have the time to do this. So I write, I write a response post and just say, okay, look, here's the situation. I didn't, I didn't have time. Like I was leaving, blah, blah. I kind of give a brief summary. And I tell that to the person who DM'd me and said I should be ashamed of myself. And I said, look, I'm, I'm open to doing better next time. You know, what, what is it you think I should have done? And she responds, take him in your house. <laughs> it's like, lady, it is impossible for me to survive a night in my house if I had taken this dog in my house and my wife had found him. She would have just killed me and justifiably letting some strange animal in my house. And one person on next door said, you know, look, you did the right thing. Don't, don't worry about the next door trolls. And I started thinking about the concept of the troll, right? Because this is something that has entered the vernacular. And, and I realized it's so, it's so appropriate in some cases. Because the concept of the troll is like the dude who hangs out underneath the bridge and just makes your life hell or you can't cross the bridge. And, and man, if that's not the best analogy, if that's not the best word for these types of people, there was an old rowing coach that would come and, and he would coach the boats over winter camp. He was kind of like a consultant for our coaches, super old guy, had been around rowing for like a hundred years and he was so mean to everyone. (laughs) My... One of my coaches would say, "Like, look, you gotta, you gotta kind of sift through all the stuff because he's, he's sitting there giving my coaches a hard time, talking trash about the coaching job they've done, talking trash about the rowers." And as I got older, my coach told me he was like, "You know, you always get something from his visits. That's why we keep bringing him back. We always gain something, but the cost is not zero." And I've been thinking a lot about what I should have done, not with the dog, but if I should have done something on next door or not. And the answer is like, yeah, look, you gotta you gotta use next door. And by the way, the dog was returned to the owner, so great. You gotta use next door to to make this happen. Without next door, the the social media app, how could I have gotten this dog reunited with this owner? And that's really at the crux of it. There are trolls under these bridges that we need to use, right? There are people that no matter what you do, they're going to make your life worse on these apps. That's why they're trolls. You need to you need the benefit of the bridge and the troll's going to make you pay for it. And I was thinking, gosh, maybe I could just... Maybe I could just not use Nextdoor. Maybe I could just not use, you know, these other social media. Maybe I could avoid the trolls completely. And and I think it comes back to the to the ancient kind of fable idea, which is, hey, you can either 
be brave enough and tough enough to deal with this nasty monster that's just waiting to get you and get the benefit of the bridge. Or you can be the person who doesn't get to use the bridge and you get to do less in life and you get to engage people less. You get to go fewer places. You get to you just have a much more reduced life. And I realize that, that that's just 100% true. I think the people that are going to have more flexibility, they're going to have more capacity to engage, they're going to have a, a better chance of saving a dog. Those people in the future are going to be the people that can tolerate the trolls under the bridge. They can navigate the people getting angry at them and they can do it gracefully without being affected by this because that's ultimately it. That's ultimately it. I looked at this. At one point, I had written out this response on Nextdoor. And I was like, look, you're guaranteeing next time I do nothing because nobody's criticizing the people that did nothing. You're only criticizing me, right? And again, nobody, the troll doesn't go after the people that don't try to use the bridge. The troll only goes after the people who try to, you know, get the utility out of this thing. And I, I just thought about it and was like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to antagonize these people, nor am I going to say the value of reuniting this dog was less than the value of just getting these ridiculous little comments. And I think if we're going to do that, we're going to have to bring an enormous level of humor. We're going to have to have really thick skin. And we're going to have to recognize the value of the social medias. We're going to have to acknowledge that love him or hate him, there is positive stuff. This dog, Smoochies, he is back with his owner. And God bless him, man. I'm getting a dog soon. And I think my kids would be so happy if he got out and somebody was brave enough to to tie him up and wade through the nasty, murky cesspool that that is social media. Because it's a dumpster fire, man. But man, it's a dumpster fire that let me get a dog back with its owner. And because of that, you got to decide if you want to put your hand in the fire. I'm Matt Todd. And this is the engine that drives me. Go out and crush it. (laughs) 